Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. I'm delighted you're with me. Let's dive in. I'm recording this on October 28th, 2019, and over this past weekend, it was announced that Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, the head of ISIS, was killed. This is great news. I know the poet John Donne said that the death of any man uh, diminishes me, but I'm not diminished <laughs> by the death of al-Baghdadi. Uh, this is a, and it was an evil man. When you think about the beheadings that we have seen on uh, video and certainly on YouTube, if we when you think about the mass killings, when you think about Kurds being shot, when you think about uh, the Arabic letter N being written on the houses of Christians, uh, meaning meaning for these are followers of the Nazarene, and those people being driven out of Mosul, when you think about a 1.2 million refugees being flooded into the Kurdish regional government area, the KRG area of northern Iraq, when you think about the machine gunning of people, when you think about the traffic, the sex trafficking, and the systematic rapes, and you think about uh, even American high school girls being enticed to go be ISIS brides, all of that was orchestrated by Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, and we are not sorry that he is dead. There are some people, my special forces friends tell me, who are evil and they need to die. I certainly believe that as a Christian. I believe that as an American. I believe that as a man who is who tries to be clear-eyed about what's going on in the world. Uh, I'm not a violent man, and I'm not a man who's murderous, but evildoers who can't be turned another way, and evildoers at this man's level of evil need to die. So I am glad he is gone. But his death reveals some important things to us. And one of them is, there are a number of them that I'll talk about in this podcast, but one of them is that it's unfortunate that the decision by Donald Trump three weeks ago, and it pretty much was his decision unilaterally, to pull American troops from that part of the world, from uh, the northern area of Syria, where they were a hedge against Turkish incursions and were guaranteeing uh, the safety of Kurds in that region. It's a shame that this horrible decision, uh, which was a betrayal of the Kurds and, of course, geopolitically, strategically unwise, what it did was it accelerated processes amongst the American military, and that's what led to the death of al-Baghdadi. In other words, this is something we could have done previously. Uh, this is something that should have been done. And by the way, it was done with the help of the very Kurds whom Donald Trump has been trashing of late. It's very important for me to say this, and by the way, I'll just briefly say to cover myself that I refuse to get into whether I'm pro or anti-Trump on every single decision. That kind of duality, that kind of black and white thinking in America is hurting us. Every politician has uh, some good elements, every politician has some bad, and we should be wise to encourage the one and challenge the other. 
Donald Trump did not know what he was doing in this decision. He did not know what he was triggering as much as he might try to position it positively now. So when he pulled American troops, um, really a genocide began. And this also encouraged the American military before they had to leave the region completely and before we had no more power in the region to accelerate uh, the search for some really bad guys that needed to be taken out. And so the, the, the tragedy of this decision, although, again, I'm celebrating here in this, po- in this podcast, the tragedy is that it actually shows how unwise Trump's decision was. He's been trashing the Kurds. Well, we got al-Baghdadi with the help of the Kurds. We wouldn't have gotten it without them. The U.S.-Kurdish partnership has been unbelievably valuable in the Middle East, unbelievably ba- valuable to both. The Kurds need us. We need them. We should stay in that partnership and abandoning it and saying they didn't help us at Normandy and saying that they're not angels and all this kind of stuff that's been coming out of the Oval Office is just ignorant folly. But my point is not to trash Trump. My point is to say, look what can happen when we stay in the game, function like a superpower and serve the way we should in that part of the world. And by the way, with really relatively few troops. And hopefully someday you'll be able to read about how the raid actually took place, brilliantly executed. But again, American military might and technology uh, combined with Kurdish intelligence and fortitude. It's a, it's a powerful partnership, and we shouldn't abandon it. So what this decision shows, yes, all credit to Donald Trump for making the decision to actually go with it. But what it shows is the very thing we were trying to abandon three weeks ago is what works. And now we've taken out perhaps a, a, a bad guy just slightly less uh, bad than Osama bin Laden. In fact, I think there's a case to be made. Maybe he was even more evil. But that's a debate that people will have for generations. Now, the second thing that is very, very important uh, is what this death reveals about Turkey. Al-Baghdadi was killed uh, basically in a tunnel complex that allowed him to go back and forth into Turkey undetected by Western satellites and by other kinds of intelligence services. There's no question that Turkey knew he was going back and forth. In fact, uh, he was probably working with and, and cooperating with Turkish officials when he did. So, be, be aware that this man was not killed in some compound, uh, you know, in Pakistan, like Osama bin Laden was. He was killed on the Turkish border in a tunnel complex that involved houses and, and connected residences and so on that allowed him to go into Turkey undetected. Now, this adds to an understanding we have, and I want to pause very quickly and say I, I have a deep love for the Turkish people. I have a deep love for uh, the beauty of Turkey. Um, to put it even in silly terms, I have a great affection for their food, etc. Um, and I am not trashing the entire country. I, I love the Turkish people, and I, and I love Turkey and have traveled there many, many times in my life. So as I speak firmly now about their government, I want to, be, I want to make sure that you are aware that I'm, I'm firm on the fact that the government is not the people. The people and the culture is different. But we have known for a decade or more that ISIS was allowed to enter the Middle East from Europe, that much trafficking of ISIS, even ISIS brides, was passing through Turkey unchecked. 
we know that these people passed through the Istanbul uh, airport. We know that these people were driven down uh, through Turkey in trucks. Uh, we know that Turkey encouraged and funded ISIS and gave access through its borders to uh, ISIS warriors, ISIS brides, and material and, and resources for ISIS. This is, this is without question. And the reason is that essentially Recep Erdogan, the president of Turkey, uh, is an extreme Islamist. Uh, he is a man who is committed to this death cult of extremist Islam. My, my Muslim friends want me to make a different, make a distinction uh, between being a Muslim and being an Islamist. Okay, I'll do it. He's an extremist Islamist. He's an apocalyptic Islamist who talks about retaking Jerusalem uh, in a neo-crusade, in a jihad. Uh, he's a man who encourages ISIS. He's a man who talks about Islam. He's a man who speaks of every Kurd uh, as though they are all terrorists. And just this past week, now this, I'm not making this up. You can easily uh, Google this and confirm it. I want you to make sure you, to know that everything that I try to say in this podcast is factual. So please always check me out. But just this past week, Recep Erdogan said, Turkey is happy to finish the cleansing or do the quote unquote, cleansing work. He's talking about ethnic cleansing now. He's talking about genocide. Doing the cleansing work uh, that the Russians and the Syrians need done. Now think about this. He's saying that Putin and Assad have certain cleansing and genocidal uh, intentions and that Turkey is happy to perform them for these two nations. He literally said that this past week. So this man's an extremist, violent Islamist. Uh, this man despises the, the Kurds. This man uh, would wipe out uh, Judaism and wipe out Christianity from the Middle East if he had his choice. This man would certainly wipe out all Kurds. And he's almost offering himself, bear in mind now, he has one of the strongest militaries in NATO and one of the, I think the fourth largest and the, the fourth strongest in the world. Um, and he's offering to put his nation at the behest of genocidal ethnic cleansing intentions in the Middle East. Am I saying that all of Turkey is evil? Of course not. Am I saying that Recep Erdogan and his leadership uh, is, has set itself to evil purposes? Yes. Have I said that they, uh, they absolutely intend uh, to wipe out the Kurds? Yes. And then I, I want to say this. So, so it's important for us to understand, number one in this podcast, that the way that we got al-Baghdadi confirms that we should never have pulled out uh, of the region in the first place. And by the way, uh, Mr. Trump's already reversing himself and leaving troops in the country. Number two, uh, the way al-Baghdadi was found and where he was found confirms Turkey's complicity in the rise and support for ISIS. So if there's a resurgence of ISIS, it's going to be in large part because Erdogan's official Turkey, Erdogan's militaristic Turkey, uh, is supporting them. And then, and then finally, it's important for us to understand that, that there is a battle going on in the Middle East, and uh, it's, it is being served by what we greenlighted, what the U.S. greenlighted for Turkey to do. Uh, I've seen videos in the last 24 hours that confirm to me that what we are seeing in the press is the way, about what's going on 
uh, in Syria about what Turkey is doing is not accurate. It's been sanitized. Um, and certainly, I have to say, on this particular issue, on this issue of the Kurds and Syria and Turkey and the Middle East and the U.S. pullout, uh, what's coming from Donald Trump is, is, uh, is almost entirely false. His evaluation of what's happened on the ground is almost entirely false and misleading. Uh, the fact is there is a form of ethnic cleansing happening in Turkey. Uh, the fact is uh, that Erdogan's intention to remove the Kurds entirely and bring in people from the Western portions of the Middle East who are Arabs um, is a form of ethnic cleansing. It is, it is causing a th- more than a thousand refugees a day to pour into the northern part of Iraq, the Kurdish regional government I'm constantly mentioning. They've already taken in, by the way, 1.2 refugees from ISIS from the south, uh, you remember when there was the cleansing of Mosul, which was the Christian, basically the Christian capital of Iraq. Um, when ISIS plowed into Mosul, it drove all those Christian refugees and many, many other Muslim refugees uh, into the Kurdish region. They took care of those 1.2, and now there are over a thousand refugees a day pouring into the border from the north. So what's happening here is a setup for something dramatic. I'm not apocalyptic. I'm not a chicken little, the sky is falling kind of guy. Um, But we need to be wise about what's happening in the Middle East. There is a great struggle going on for control of the Middle East. And the president of Iraq just said in an interview with Axios that he is, quote unquote, reconsidering the relationship with the United States and that he uh, does not know that Iraq can trust the United States anymore. Why did he say that? Because we abandoned the Kurds, because we abandoned our obligations, excuse me, in Turkey, and because we abandoned our obligations um, to the Kurds. And we are going to see a power vacuum happen that could very well lead to a Middle Eastern war. And we, we, we were preventing that war. We were a hedge against it. We were staying in partnership with the Kurds and we were holding evil in check. But Iran has intentions to dominate the Middle East. Uh, this explains a lot of the tensions throughout the Middle East. Iran works through a lot of puppet organizations and puppet leaders throughout the Middle East, um, in Yemen, in Lebanon, elsewhere. And so you have incursions there. You have Assad, which has been our enemy, who has been our enemy until very recently. Uh, and now the Kurds have had to, some of the Syrian Kurds have had to flee into his arms just so they could survive and uh, serve as a check against Turkey. So now Syria and the Turks are literally fighting it out. And I've heard from medical people on the ground there that they're actually taking care of Syrian soldiers who have been shot and wounded by Tur- the Turkish army. Uh, The whole thing is crazy, and it was all triggered by a foolish, uninformed, uh, I will frankly say egotistical decision by Donald Trump. We are at this point heading towards a Middle Eastern war, and a few hundred troops by the U.S. staying on the ground, uh, supported by technology, supported by um, uh, the American intelligence community, and in partnership with the Kurds could have prevented almost all of it. So there's obviously good news. There are obviously good things happening. Thank God for the KRG. Thank God for the the noble Kurds on the ground. Uh, But we, we are seeing war clouds form over the Middle East. 
It was triggered by the unwise decision by Donald Trump. I'm glad we got al-Baghdadi, but even the method of his capture and the circumstances of his capture confirms what is going on. And we are going to see a rise of ISIS, not just because prisoners escaped, but because it's been rising for a long time. It's an ideology, and it captures a certain kind of person if it's unchecked. So be prepared, be wise. Those of you in positions of influence, uh, please articulate these things clearly. Uh, My point is not to just be blindly opposed to Donald Trump. That would be a simplistic kind of simple-minded approach to politics that doesn't help us at all. On this issue, he's been wrong almost everything he's decided except for the actual taking of al-Baghdadi. And then that decision confirms that we have got real trouble in the Middle Middle East. And the most most, uh, troubling actor at this point is Recep Erdogan's Turkey. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.